and welcome to Bad Thought Therapy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy Memorial Day. It is Memorial Day here in the United States. It is the time when we commemorate and remember those brave men and women who courageously fought and died for our nation's freedom and for freedom in general. And we just want to pause. It started during the Civil War, and so many of our ancestors fought and died for freedom, and we don't want to forget them. And Memorial Day is just one day we can do that. It's a national holiday, but I say that we need to remember our ancestors every single day. We are here because of the people who lived before us. We would not be here without them. We would not be here without their strength, without their courage, without their beliefs in God and something greater than themselves. And, you know, people talk about the ancestors. That's one thing. But I think that honoring them in reality is by just living a life of character, living a life of nobility and with integrity. And it's more than just the talk because talk is cheap. We know that, but we want to actually honor them by living a life of purpose and doing something good with the time that we have been given because our ancestors and those of you um, that who know I'm ta- who I'm talking to um, you know that they were praying for one day that we would have the time that we have and the fact that it's Memorial Day I can be off I definitely need to deep breathe I need a break y'all but take a little break And then I'm going to do my own little work, get back into my writing during the summers and try to really do something with that. So I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for this opportunity to be able to share. Um, Don't forget that you can always let me know you're listening. Just let me know. So I'm inspired to do this particular episode. This is going to be a part of my parenting segment. And I'm inspired to do this for several reasons. I want to talk about what we should teach our girls about relationships. What should we teach them about boys, about males, men? You know, what should we say to them? And what inspired me to do this was actually several things. The first thing is, you know, I was a Tina Turner fan. I'm telling you, I've been I've been watching her old videos. I am just absolutely amazed um, that she was touring her last tour the final tour that she did was in 2009 and she was 69 or 70 years old and I was watching some videos late last night I just I said you know what I am so inspired for her to be able to dance like that on stage with young ladies who were 40 50 years younger than she was and she was keeping up with them and she was singing and dancing let me tell you I am so inspired So that was one thing because I was thinking about her life with Ike and I know many women, um, we get into relationships and the relationships are not healthy for us and we don't get out. And so we, you know, we move on at some point, most, some of us do, but we're still scarred by that. And then if we have children, they're scarred by that. And so I want to talk about how we can just stop that. What do we tell our girls? very very young so that they don't end up continuing that cycle then another thing that influenced this i was watching a video 
as I was posting on our business pages for Memorial Day, I was just looking at some what they call reels. And this one video was a guy, it was, I don't know where they were, but it was like an audience and this woman stood up and said something like, could a man like me more than his girlfriend? And the guy sort of just kind of told her off and basically was saying, yeah, but he may not be with you. And in, in, I'm just going to paraphrase it. But in my words, he was basically saying like, yeah, because you're easy. Because, you know, you don't have any values. You don't have any standards. He doesn't want to be with you. It's what a lot of men are saying, but women resent men when they say how men are because they cannot accept men are the way they are and then learn how to, okay, that's how they are. You know, now what am I going to do? They, they resent that. And so in this particular case, um, the man told her that, you know, a man would basically be with you if you're offering yourself, but it doesn't mean that he, you're the one, so to speak. So that was an interesting little thing. It was, a, it was, it was powerful what he said too, because he kind of broke it down. The other thing was that inspired me to do this, last but not least, was um, some of you know that I have a business, I sell books, but I'm transitioning and I'm shifting my focus from selling books to do more with promoting literacy and learning. So right now, what I do is I read books almost every day for children. We're building our story time. Our story time is now international and we read these stories and lately I've been reading some princess stories and I noticed a pattern that many of our old princess stories always involve the girl trying to get a man that her whole that her life wasn't just perfect until she got with the prince until she got with this man and that's how you know everything was happy and they lived together and we know that that those princess stories are damaging because that's normally not how it happens in fairy tale world yes but in reality no so again the question is what do we teach our girls about relationships most girls will want to be with boys at some point what do we say to them so that they don't make bad choices well first of all before we say anything i think it's about how we live i think we have to set good examples as adult women and how we navigate in the world with men if women are obsessed with being with a man and girls see women everything they do is about trying to get a man or to keep a man then that's the message it's subliminal and it's not maybe direct but it's the message that girls will get like you know what i'm not going to be happy unless i have a man i everything i do has to be to get a man's attention and so we're teaching that through our own behavior and we need to be mindful of that so i was in a conversation with a dear friend and um, she's someone that I really have a lot of love and respect for. But she said something sort of interesting. We were talking about our finances and retiring. She is older than I am. Um, and so she's already retired. And I was telling her how I'm trying to get to where she is. So she made a comment and it was like something like, well, you know, we don't have that second income. And because we don't have men. And I just, and I talked about this on my last episode, I just, you know, gently interjected and said, well, I do have a second income and I get some money from my books. It's not a lot of money, but I do get that second income. 
And I kind of shared with her and reminded her, having a man doesn't mean that you're going to have more. So we have to be mindful of not teaching that to our girls because every single woman that I know who is married, and I know a lot of women, and most women that I know are married, they are working just as hard, if not harder than I am. So having a man doesn't necessarily equate that you have more. It's possible, but it may not be possible because I don't know of anyone who is not getting up every morning and going to work. And I don't know of anyone who doesn't have bills. And yes, in an ideal situation, if you get with a man, and let's say he doesn't have any children and he doesn't have a lot of um, financial obligations, he's not, you know, overwhelmed with debt himself, then you might be sharing the cost of, let's say, a place to stay and some of the utilities where you may have a little bit more money. But it doesn't mean that you're going to be happier because you're going to have to deal with that relationship. So I I just, I was really shocked because she is in her early 60s and she's still believing that she couldn't have something in life because, or she has less in life because she didn't have a man. That is very disheartening to me. And we we cannot teach our girls that. We have to make sure that we tell them, look, Yes, ideally, and I have to, let me just back up for a second, because some people might think that I am, I am pro-marriage, but but more so than pro-marriage, I am pro-happiness. I am not a person, and I was there, oh, trust and believe I was there. I'm not a person who believes, like I did in my innocence and my naivete, in my green years, when I just kind of believe that, oh, if you get married, it's going to, because I, I just didn't know that I was affected by these fairy tale stories. You get married and then you, you have a family and it's going to be beautiful. And that's not necessarily the case because when you get married, you're dealing with your problems and your issues and your idiosyncrasies. And now you're going to be dealing with somebody else's. They come in and if they're not a healthy minded person, or they're not a person with character, what you now have is you just married and you have a whole lot of problems. And so we know that. And that's that's a thing that I, Tina Turner, she married. I was thinking about her life. And let's talk about abuse for a second, but what do you teach your girls? You don't teach them that the solution or the panacea for happiness is to get married. You tell them it could be, life could be sweeter or be- more beautiful if you have a good man because you don't need a husband you need a good husband you don't need a man you need a good man children I, you know I always say this children don't need a father they need a good father they don't need a mother they need a good mother so you have to teach them that you have to teach them you know I live with my eyes wide open and I see what people go through in marriages and that's why there's no pressure on me I never feel like I have less because I'm not married I don't feel like my life is missing something. Now there was a point when I did because I was delusional and I, I didn't I didn't see the whole picture and I was looking at one side of things and but now my eyes are fully open and I see everything. And so I think it's bad to teach our girls that. I think it's bad to teach our girls that everything, their whole purpose is just for a man. That God only made them and I actually taught this. I actually believed this at one point. That God only made them just for me. He didn't make them to be, you know, and we're not teaching that to our girls, that you're here to be creative. You're here for a purpose. 
It may involve being a husband, being a wife and being a mother, but it may not. Because one thing that I know that I know that I know, that the God that I serve does not want me to be abused, does not want me to be oppressed, does not want me to be stifled. I saw this quote where Tina Turner was saying her, the husband that she was with, she was saying something like like she finally figured, found love where someone didn't have to dim her light in order to feel confident about themselves, something along that line. And so you, you're dealing with all that. You know, you're dealing with, you're with a, a man, but is he going to just let you be beautiful and, and be a queen? Because to be a queen means you sitting on the throne, you know? And I know that God, in his infinite wisdom, allow women to be the ones to carry forth his humanity. That's a powerful position that God has given to women. And so with that alone, women deserve respect and they, they, they deserve dignity and they deserve all those good things. But all over the world, what you see is the oppression and the abuse of women. And then people justify it based on false teachings and bad teachings, religious teachings. So, and this is actually justified. I mean, I've talked to men and they're not, they weren't necessarily dumb men, okay? But they really, really believe that women were there just for them, to cater to them. They could do anything they want. They could have as many women as they wanted, it, it, you know, and they could sleep around. But that woman, she couldn't do anything like that. She, her whole purpose was supposed to revolve around him. If she was tired, she had to get over her fatigue and she had to cater to him. That is not what I believe God wants because number one, before you are a woman, you are a human. And I don't know how our humanity got lost, but I see it all the time. Like people take out humanity out of everything. Like people are tired. You know, you, you have women that get up and go to work every single day. Their husbands want them to go to work. Then he wants them to come home and he wants them to cook and to clean. And then after they've worked all day for eight or nine hours and they've cooked and they've cleaned and they've taken care of the children, then he wants her to be able to be have enough energy to have sex with him and then get up and go to work the next day and keep that cycle going. And that's what some men really believe. And you cannot convince me. I don't care what you, how you spin it, how, how you whatever, how you twist it, that that is what God wants a woman just to do. That's what he wants her to do. Now, when people use the Bible as their book for this, um, the reason for this, they forget that in the Bible, the women that are featured in the Bible, they had servants. They, they had people to help them with everything. And really, they didn't work in the traditional sense that we work today. Their only job was to cater to their men in that special way. But they didn't work. They had servants. They had maid servants, all of that. If you haven't created that world for a woman, how could you want her to be like those women? It's just, but the fact that you forgot that she was human. And then when you give birth, and people don't understand, you give birth, your body, that is so taxing on the body. As a person who gave birth, and what that does to the human body, and you just want her to bounce up, and it just, anyway, we got to not teach our girls that, that their whole purpose is that, and yes, teach them that marriage is good, and that marriage is important,
but it has to be where you are respected, where you are loved, where you are appreciated. So going back to the abuse factor, um, one of the things that I taught my daughter is that if a man hits you, first of all, my daughter was loved. So she did not grow up in an abusive home. She did not grow up in a home where she was called names and she was put down and she was beaten for everything. So she doesn't, she couldn't, she wouldn't be able to handle abuse in a relationship because she didn't grow up like that. But I taught her specifically that if a man is abusive to you and he puts his hands on you, he's, it's always going to get worse. And you don't, you know, I don't care what they tell you, you can't stay in that relationship. Because if you do, you're only putting your life at risk and your family's life at risk. And you also, if you do survive it, you're giving yourself bad memories. And she and I, we've had conversations. She was in some relationships. And, you know, they weren't sometimes, somebody, I didn't even notice, but one guy had apparently called her a name. And, you know, she just left, she got out of the relationship. Of course, he kept trying to come back, but she couldn't even relate to that. But we have to teach our girls that. Because the first time that a man puts his hands on you in a violent way, it's just know that it's going to happen again. And it's always going to escalate. And so you have to teach your girls. I wasn't that person. I accepted maltreatment and abuse and disrespect. Undermine things that I can't even share. Just gross disrespect and abuse and evil. And you know, when I look back on it, I cringe when I think about it. I just, I'm like, what, you know, I've thought about why. And it wasn't about self-esteem because I didn't have low self-esteem. I had no self-esteem. It was even deeper than that, that I really saw myself as worthless, that in some way, maybe I didn't deserve to be treated with the utmost respect. And so I just accepted this unchecked. So at a certain point, and this is how God is so good, God had that person to leave my life and see when you when the person gets out of your life it's like that paper that is no longer on your nose you can now look at the words on that paper clearer and you can see it so what it did was those times when he was away and I accepted him back I was able to think about life and I had peace and so I you know and, and having peace it's hard to go back to chaos once you've experienced true peace and so I'm telling you what I know, and it only gets worse. And people and a man does not respect you at all because if you accept maltreatment, let me tell you, they'll keep treating you badly. And so that's what I learned. And so that's what you got to teach your girls: do not accept it. Now, here's the thing, too: you don't have to talk about them. Don't don't get on YouTube or get on Facebook or get on Instagram and talk about them. You know. I'm talking about, I'm not giving names. I'm just kind of talking in general about things. And I have to, sometimes I do have to integrate my own personal experiences. But don't hate that person. You don't have to talk about the person. Just let them go. Just let that person go and forgive them and pray for them. In Tina Turner's case, at some point, she just got tired. She got out with her life, but I didn't notice, but she talked about the movie didn't even show all the stuff she went through. Her houses were burned up. Her cars were destroyed. She was beaten. She was raped. All these different things. And this is what happens. And some of us have had, you know, we went back to people that tried to kill us too. You know, put poison in our food. Just all kinds of things. And I'm telling you, if you accept it, they will not stop. 
and they they you know and, and so you just have to teach your girls that the other thing is this we and, and I know my daughter has talked about this you know she basically will not accept bad treatment and disrespect so I know the example that I set for her where well, you know you try to work with people and you you try to work with them and you hope the best and you give them a chance and I think that if I could go back and we talked about this, I've had to apologize. You don't do that. When a person shows you that they're capable of disrespecting you in a gross way, you just can't accept it. You have to teach your girls that don't accept it. You don't have to give them another chance. They can get another chance, but not with you. You have to teach our girls that because what will happen is people are not motivated to change if they don't have to. And so often men who are abusive and who are not their best be- acting with their best behavior, they're not motivated because somebody's going to accept that bad behavior and they're just going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And again, forgive. You can also love a person. You know, I can say this and I, I've talked about this. I believe Tina Turner loved Ike. I know I loved one man and my love for him didn't stop because I made a decision that this is a person I can never be with in my life. It's not, I don't have any hatred, I don't have any ill will or, or bad feelings, but I made a choice that I can't be with this person because for whatever the reason, they just didn't love me and they didn't treat me with respect. And so they really didn't. And then I, I also realized that teach your girls to recognize brokenness in a man because men and all of us go through different experiences and these experiences create problems and issues now here's the thing some people this is why i do bad thought therapy they work towards trying to heal and trying to deal with those issues in a constructive way there are some people that go through trauma and go through different things and they're not trying to heal they're not reading a book they're not listening to any, you know, any life coach or therapist. They're not, they're not trying to get better. They don't, they're just making it worse because all they want to do is watch porn, is to smoke and to drink and all of those things. When they get, they get their high from that, when they come off their high, the problems are still there. Their issues deep inside are still there. So they don't evolve into better human beings because they're not dealing with the issues. There's this great quote. And it's on one of my pages on my website. And it's like trauma that is not transformed is transferred. So when you're dealing with a person and they've had issues too, we all have issues. And they didn't deal with that trauma. They're not trying to heal. They didn't, like I said, they didn't read a book. They don't go to a meeting and talk to people. They don't have a mentor. None of of that. They're not going to be better. Period. You you can pray all you want to pray. But faith without work is dead. I was talking to, I had called my godson, I hadn't talked to him in a while, and I was telling him how, you know, this summer I'm just going to take, you know, maybe a week or two, just sort of grieve my business, the loss of my business, because I went from, you know, my business closing, and literally two days later, I was in a classroom, and I just, I never got a chance to really grieve all that and deal with all that emotionally, and he said something so powerful, he said, well, you know, don't just look at your loss, look at all you did and the success and all of that. And I appreciate that, but here's the thing. We started talking, when I first met him, I told him about this organization called Black Man Lab. 
And I told him about this. I said, you know, go there. There are men that meet. I'd heard about it on the radio. I said, you know, you, you know, there, there are men that meet there and you, you need mentors. Everybody needs mentors and you need them at every age. And you need to listen to people at every age. And so he went, he went to Black Man's Lab. And he was telling me about how, you know, it changed his life and different things that he was doing with the organization and how much he had learned. But you see, and, 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 I, and I just got so emotional thinking about that because he has evolved as a person. He had a past and did some things. And that's what I'm saying about these broken men. You have to teach your daughters that if they don't, they're not willing to go to like somewhere to get help or get a, a mentor or read something or watch something, they're not going to change. They're going to die that way. They're going to, the last thing they're going to see when they die is porn. That's probably it, okay? Because they don't believe, they don't want to deal with their trauma. They don't want to deal with the pain. And there's nothing you can do. And here's another thing we have to teach our girls, and I'm running out of time. I have talked about this on this podcast so much that we have to teach our girls that it doesn't matter how beautiful they are, how intelligent, how good, how loyal, how nice and kind. It does not matter how good they are if a man does not appreciate their worth, they will not treat them with respect. So in other words, girls are taught if I'm just good and I'm nice and I cook and I clean and I look good and I'm, you know, and all these, I'm a clean person, all these things, he's going to treat you better. No. Every single day, beautiful women get killed. Every day, every day, beautiful women get cheated on and lied to and beaten up and left and all these different things. That does not matter. It's because, and I've said this before, when men are not connected to God, when they really don't know who God is. See, you know, when people talk about God's word, God's word is what he tells you, what he puts you puts in your heart. When you have a connection with God, a supernatural connection, God will begin to heal your mind. He is real. And when men are not connected, they can be connected to religion from sun to sundown. They're not going to change, trust me. But if they are really connected to the Most High God, God will tell them that they should prize the woman. They should respect her, that she is a blessing. And some men get it. Some men, you hear them talk, they'll be like, you know what? Everything I have is because of my wife. Because of my wife, I'm where I am. There is a blessing that is connected to a man treating a woman with love and respect. There's a special blessing, and very few men get that because what they see as doing that makes them weaker when really doing that makes them stronger. So you have to tell women that just because you look, girls, just because you look pretty, just because you're nice, and just because you're a good girl with character, it does not mean that a man is going to not cheat on you or lie to you, or beat you up, or hurt you, let me tell you what I know, and it's painful, but we have to tell our girls that, and the number one thing is, teach your girls how to love themselves, teach them that love comes through people, but from God, so that even when they don't feel loved by a man, they are still loved because they're loved by God and that's who made them and he is the one that puts their value and their worth 
And to him, the girl is priceless. We are priceless to him. And so you have to teach girls this because if you don't teach them this, they'll believe that, you know, if I don't have a man, that I'm less than. You know, actually, this is so deep because I hear men sometimes using not having a man as like an insult. Like, that's why you don't have a man. Like, that's an insult because they believe that having a man means in some kind of way her worth is connected to that. When the truth be told, I men, so many of them, God help them, are broken. And again, it's not that they're broken. What I see is that they're not trying to get help. And they can get help. You know, my godson, when he started going to Black Man's Lab, and, you know, he shared different things they were going over, I was so blessed because there are people out here who are trying to create a brotherhood and a system to help support one another. And men need that. Men need that support in order to heal and deal with all the things that they're dealing with. So the red light is on. I don't know what I'm going to title this episode. I hope it blessed you. Teach your girls the right thing. Don't teach them that they don't need a man. Don't teach them that marriage is bad, but teach them the truth that it's only good when you're dealing with good people. Well, I got to go. Peace and abundant blessings to you. Take care. I'm Sheree Hardy, and this is Fast Up Therapy.